0: You're listening to The Holistic Spaces Podcast with Angie Cho, Episode 20, Summer Solstice for Your Holistic Spaces. Welcome to The Holistic Spaces Podcast, where we hope to inspire, educate, and empower you to create your own holistic spaces that nurture and resonate with you. Angie Cho and Laura Morris are the founders of the Mindful Design Feng Shui School. So this episode is summer solstice for your holistic spaces. So first, we'll talk a little bit about the solstice. Then I'll share a few ways to incorporate holistic and feng shui changes in your spaces to shift into summer this year. So I'm here in the northern hemisphere, and so the summer solstice is coming up on June 20th this year. I live in New York City, so it's really, really starting to get warm. It's really warm today, actually. And I actually prefer the warm weather over the cold of winter so I'm really glad it's that summer is finally approaching and summer is actually probably my favorite time of year. So the June solstice is the longest and the shortest day of the year depending on where you're located. The June solstice is a summer solstice in the Northern Hemisphere, where I am, and so that's the longest day of the year. For those of you in the Southern Hemisphere, it will be the shortest day of the year, or the winter solstice. And for those of you in the Southern Hemisphere, check out my blog articles, because I have an article, at least one, on the winter solstice, so you can... I'm not... I'm sorry I'm leaving you out on this episode, but we'll get to winter solstice in the winter here. So... Um, If you listened to the last episode about the fire element, this is an element that's related to summer. So it's a nice segue from the last episode to this one. So the summer solstice marks the beginning of the fire season, which will go until mid-September when we then start shifting into the fall equinox or autumn which is the metal element. But back to the fire element in the summer. So what does this mean in terms of feng shui? This means that we're shifting from the spring wood energy into a time of a more explosive fire energy. So wood energy is pretty young. um, It's pretty active. But fire energy is even more active. It's more explosive, right? So the difference between the energy of grass or sprout shooting out of the ground versus the energy of a fire. We will naturally hold more heat in our bodies and be more active. So at this time, it's good to balance this hot, young energy of fire with more cooling water or earth energies. Just like in the winter, we balance the cold energy with with the warmth of fire. So now we're gonna use the cooling energy of water or, or earth energies. So you can do this by using color remember color is one of the most effective ways to use feng shui in your home so you can add cooler blues greens pinks and grays into your home in like with home accents like you don't have to repaint your walls but you could add pillows you could change your bedding like I changed to um a coverlet from a duvet already because it's much lighter and these cooler colors can also affect your fashion choices, which we'll go and we'll talk about your fashion later. So having these cooler um, colors around you will really help support. You can also be um, more diligent about eating more cooling foods or raw foods such as melons and salads. And again, be sure to drink lots of water, which helps to cool down the excess fire in um, a energetic, and in a physical way. You can also bring water element into your home. And water element was a few episodes ago. So some of the things I talked about is you can literally add a fountain to bring water element, and that actually cools down the space by having that moisture in the home, that water. Um, But even wavy patterns bring in water. So remember, it's possible to also bring in earth element into your spaces to cool down the heat because earth depletes fire because earth comes from fire like ashes come from fire so you can bring more earthy elements into your home such as earthy colors or flat square shapes and again You don't have to get, you don't have to repaint your house or get new furniture, but add accents and change it up. Things that are easy to do that are manageable for you. Now, let's getting back to water. One more thing is when you drink a lot, uh, when when you're going to be drinking a lot more water here in the summer, be sure to, um, if possible, use reusable bottles and cut down on the plastic. Because remember, feng shui is about your environment and being in tune with your environment. So It means that we are responsible, that we realize that we affect our environment as much as it affects us. So even small shifts like using reusable bottles instead of buying plastic bottles of water all the time will really make a huge difference. So moving on, summer also means air conditioners and fans. Now I used to live in San Francisco where We didn't really need much air conditioning, which was nice. But in New York City, you really can't get away without it. And I also used to live in L.A. I grew up there and you can't live without it either. So did you know that your air conditioning where it's located may have some feng shui bearing? So there's window units and there's central air and there's different types of units. So if you look at where the unit is located, where the air actually blows out, you can try to figure out where on the Bagua map that occurs, like where the cold air blows out of. So for me, for instance, we have a lot of window units in New York City apartments. So we would just look at where the window unit may be. And you could go a little crazy with this. So don't go crazy with this. okay? just kind of see what pops into your mind and what's maybe what's the one AC unit that you're around the most or what's the vent that you're around the most. And if you live in a house, maybe we can also look at where the condensing unit is. It's usually outside. So where on the Bagua map does that correspond? So if you look at your condensing unit, what area of the Bagua map does it correspond to in relationship to your whole property? Because usually it's in the backyard or it could also be on the roof. So you could do the roof Bagua or you can uh, if you're in like in New York City or if you just have a window unit, you could just go on the room. Go based on the room. So, for instance, if you were looking in the master bedroom and you have a window unit in the relationship area of the bedroom, that may indicate that the relationship has cooled down, will cool down, may need a bit more warmth and love and more fire, more passion. The solution is to transform that cold cooling energy into something fun and playful because we also have wind there, right? So you can actually cut two figurines from red paper and string them together, kind of like like Tibetan prayer flags, and connect it to the vent so that instead of that cold energy coming out, you actually use that cold energy to activate this, these two figurines one you know one represents you one represent your represents your partner and you could see that couple dancing together and so it becomes more passionate more fun and red is auspicious and also represents fire another example is that maybe you have your your split system unit or your your blower or your whatever your um ac unit in the New Beginnings area of your office. So I mean, that may actually be more positive. It may indicate the winds of change coming to support you to create new beginnings, to create new opportunities. Because actually, the New Beginnings area is also related to wind. A lot of people like to have ceiling fans over their bed. And they, lo- they love to use them in the summer, of course, because they want more ventilation and the air movement so forth. Cuts down on the AC. And it does save energy, so that's a positive. However, in feng shui, a ceiling fan is not ideal because it creates this cutting energy that is very active for the bedroom. So the solution for that is to to shift that fan into a prayer wheel. So I don't know if you're familiar with them, but Buddhists have this ritual device called a prayer wheel. And it's a cylindrical wheel that spins around um, a handle. So it kind of looks like a rattle. And there's a spindle in it. And usually a mantra is written outside and also inside and the cylinder revolves and you can spin it around with these prayers so every revolution of the wheel symbolizes a repetition of the prayer or if, if the prayer is written more than once it will represent that many repetitions of the prayer so it's a very um it's a very like beautiful object and what we could do is shift and transform that cutting energy into something positive and sacred by making a prayer wheel out of your ceiling fan. So you could take, for instance, the mantra, Omani Padme Hum, which means a jewel is in the lotus. And you can use that mantra on top of the wheel. And as it spins around, so you don't have to see the mantra written, but if you'd like to, you can also definitely have it on the bottom of the fan. But as the fins of the fan spin around then it's creating this blessing so it's a really beautiful way to transform this is something that we teach in uh, btb feng shui so that's something that you do to transform your ceiling fan that said if you have very high ceilings in your bedroom and it doesn't feel like it's a problem you may not need it so It's a judgment call, and this is where a a consultation or a consultant will be very helpful to let you know if your fan is an issue. But even so, if it's not a big issue, it's still a beautiful way to transform that energy. On another note, with the use of these air conditioners and fans in the summer, we've come from this place where they haven't been used for like maybe three quarters of the year, and now you're starting to use them again. Be sure to clean all your filters and clean the fins because... Otherwise, you're circulating this really um, dusty, old, stagnant energy, which is not good functionally, right? And it's also not good for you and it's kind of gross. So be sure to change your filters or clean them and make sure you have the air that's flowing your home be as clean as possible. So the third thing I wanted to touch upon with this episode is when you're making room for summer, it also includes a wardrobe change. So I did touch on the colors a little bit earlier, but the cool colors are great to wear as well as earthy colors. So the cool colors like blue, greens, pinks, and grays are earthy versions of those are good colors to wear. But besides the colors, with the wardrobe change, it's time to start to do some tidying and decluttering, right? Because looking through your winter clothing and making way for summer clothing really prompts a time to to tidy and declutter. So when going through your clothes, make sure to take time and see what items still work for you. My rule of thumb is if it hasn't been worn in three years, it's time to donate that piece of clothing. There's someone that can use it. But also if you have your wardrobes and your space is so full, the message you're giving to the universe is I have enough I don't need any more. I'm full. I'm overwhelmed. I don't have any space for anything new. And that's not what we want to tell the universe. We want to tell the universe, I have space. I have gaps. I want to create space to attract new positive opportunities, new um, people in my life, new experiences. So I challenge you, you can use feng shui by using the auspicious number nine to let to committing to letting go of nine items this summer or before the summer starts. Nine items, nine winter items to make way for all your summer clothes, right? And see what happens. See what the universe presents to you. When you create that little bit of space, the universe will want to fill it with something so much better. I, I promise you, you'll be amazed to see what happens. Because you want to g- send the message that you have space. You have this openness. You have these gaps that you're willing to see what the universe will present to you. So remember, if it hasn't been worn in three years, it's time to donate it. Or if it's a piece that needs mending, either get it repaired or let it go. Because that also, the mending, the broken things represent that sort of energy. And you want to have whole and positive energy you don't want to have energy of something that um has holes in it that needs work right think about the metaphor of that and finally if it doesn't fit then again it's time to let it go so use um use these three ways to kind of let go of nine items if it doesn't fit if it needs mending and you don't want to fix it and if you haven't worn it in three years so remember commit to letting nine things go and see what the universe presents to you So I'm really excited to have shared with you some ways to bring summer into your Holistic Spaces. And this is my favorite time of year, so I hope everyone enjoys it. Thank you so much for listening to this earlier episode of the Holistic Spaces podcast. Now you can tune in every Monday for a new podcast episode. If you like our podcast and this episode, please share the podcast with others subscribe, and even better, leave a review. If you'd like to explore the world of holistic spaces and feng shui on an even deeper level, please visit our website, online store, and blog for more information about feng shui and holistic living. You can visit holisticspaces.com. Support the podcast by checking out our certification and mini courses at mindfuldesignschool.com. Thank you so much for listening. See you next week.